Did you know that your classroom right now is filled with one of the most powerful tools that you could be using to really engage your students and get tremendous growth from your students and in through your instruction, all using one tool? And you already have it. Do you want to know what it is? It's mentor text. Believe it or not, it's picture books. You are surrounded in your classroom and in your school by hundreds and thousands of picture books all waiting to be used because they hold so much power. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about and unlock today. So hello, dear educators. Welcome back to the Literacy Lounge. I am Sierra Harris, and I'm always thrilled to share the latest and greatest in the world of elementary literacy. And today, we're on a really special voyage, and we're going to be navigating the transformative waters of mentor text. Ever wonder how a simple piece of literature can truly ignite the sparks of imagination, of comprehension, and skill for your students? Well, today is your lucky day. We'll dive into the what, the why, and the how-to of mentor text ensuring that by the end of this episode, you are armed with knowledge and inspiration to elevate your teaching game. So adjust your headphones, take a deep breath, and let's unravel the magic of mentor texts inside your elementary classroom. Teaching skills like reading comprehension doesn't have to be overwhelming. With the right tools and strategies in place, you can find success for you and your students. Step into the Literacy Lounge, the podcast that will give you the what, why, and how to elevate your literacy instruction and get the results you've always wanted. Here's your host and veteran elementary school teacher, Sierra Harris. Stay tuned, please, all the way to the end because I'm going to tell you how you can get my very amazing free mentor text list that has loads of picture books and they're already matched with specific reading skills and strategies. So stay tuned for information on that here in a little bit. All right, so we're going to start with some very basic information. Of course, I want to make sure that we all understand what is a mentor text. So when we say picture book and we say mentor text, technically, those two terms are not mutually exclusive. Not all picture books are mentor texts, and not all mentor texts are picture books. So when we talk about an actual mentor text, what do we mean? A mentor text is actually a piece of literature that is used as an exemplary model for writing, for reading, or for both. And it can be a lot of different things. Technically, sometimes they are picture books. Sometimes they're novels. Sometimes it's a piece of poetry or a nonfiction article. Sometimes it can even be a student-written piece. All it has to be is modeling some sort or some specific piece of exemplary writing or exemplary reading, thinking strategy behind the writing that the author has created. So there's a lot that goes into using picture books. So we're going to kind of break this down today into three or four different parts. We're going to start by talking about the purpose behind using mentor texts. We're going to talk a little bit about what research is actually saying about using mentor text in the classroom. We're going to talk about what to look for when you're choosing your own mentor text. And then we're going to wrap it up by talking about actionable and unique ways to use mentor text inside your literacy block. 
So let's start off at the very beginning. What is the purpose? Why do we need to be using mentor text? I told you the very beginning that you are surrounded by this amazing tool, this powerful tool that hopefully you are capitalizing on in your own classroom. But why mentor text? What purposes do they serve? So mentor texts actually serve a maraud of purposes in the elementary classroom. They not only augment the reading and writing experience, but also infuse joy and inspiration into the literacy block. So we're going to take a quick little dive into some of the reasons why we need to choose mentor text as an essential component in our instruction. First off, of course, they model literary elements and techniques. So when we're trying to support our students' thinking processes, if we're teaching different skills or metacognitive strategies or, you know, any type of this, the reading standards, then we want to make sure that the text that we present to them actually allows them to do that type of thinking. So when we are picking mentor texts, we want to make sure that we're picking ones that actually model those specific types of literary elements. So Really strong mentor texts actually can exemplify various literary devices, sentence structures, stylistic choices, and they really help provide tangible examples for students to understand and emulate. Mentor texts also really help encourage critical thinking. We want our students to be able to, you know, deep dive into our text and come up and have true analytical understanding, critical thinking, and, you know, use all those fancy bloom words and DOK words. So by using mentor text and through discussions around mentor text, students actually learn to analyze and evaluate authors' choices and also promote higher order thinking skills. Another purpose for using mentor text is they really help support diverse perspectives. True, well-curated collections of mentor texts help expose students to different cultures, experiences, perspectives. They help broaden their understanding of the world, and they help foster empathy. Also, using mentor texts really helps to build a love of reading. It helps to cultivate that true passion for reading that I know we are all wanting from our students. So exceptional mentor texts can actually captivate students' interest, and it can turn them into lifelong readers. I believe it is a quote from the book from Striving to Thriving Readers by Stephanie Harvey. And she says, change the book, change the reader. It's that simple. So when we are focusing our attention in our instruction on using strong mentor texts, we're actually help to capture that and cultivate that love of reading. The storytelling, the rich language often found in these types of texts enthrall our young readers and just brings them in to this world and passion of reading. Another purpose for mentor text, of course, is enhancing your students' vocabulary and language skills. Mentor texts usually help introduce students to rich, varied language, helping them to expand their vocabulary and understand different nuances of linguistic choices. And finally, and I promise I could go on and on about all of the different purposes or reasons why we should be using mentor texts, but I'll leave it on this one so we can keep going. But our final reason is going to be that it helps to facilitate discussion on complex text. 
I, as a greeting coach, I'm always talking about the balance between teacher talk and student talk and making sure that our students are having ample opportunity to talk and dive into discussions centered around true complex texts. So when we're using mentor texts, those mentor texts can actually provide a gentle introduction to challenging or sensitive topics, giving teachers like us a platform to help guide students in understanding and discussing these issues. So mentor texts can really be that door, that entryway into those deep, critical thinking type conversations and discussions we're wanting our students to have. So in essence, mentor texts in our classroom serve not just as tools for teaching reading and writing, but also as springboards for things like discussion, creativity, deeper understanding of text. They are great tools for nurturing both intellectual and emotional growth of our young learners and making them indispensable in a holistic educational journey is really one of our jobs. So there's so much to say about the proof behind mentor text, right? But what does research actually say? So that's a question I get a lot. Anytime I'm talking with teachers, they all, they always want to know what does research say? Is this a research approved method or strategy? So of course I had to throw some research in here to make sure that we are all on board when it comes to the mentor text train that I'm hoping we're all jumping on board with today. So what is research showing? When I did the research behind actually using mentor text, there were four different components that came up. The first component was the modeling of the writing and reading strategies, which is what we already talked about. So the research that I found was from a meta-analysis study done in the Harvard Educational Review back in 2011. And it basically stated that mentor texts serve as concrete models for students, showcasing things like proficient writing and diverse reading strategies. And researchers have found that one of the most effective ways to teach writing specifically is to show students good examples. And similarly, exposing students to varied reading strategies helps them develop their own skills. So the research behind actually using mentor text as model pieces or model components is 100% there. Another piece of research that really stuck out, this came from the International Reading Association. Uh, This was a study done in 20, sorry, 2002. And it was about effective practices for developing reading comprehension. And basically, this research stated that authentic, meaningful text engage students more deeply than artificial or contrived examples. So when we focus on finding and using strong mentor text from real world literature, it can actually help motivate and engage our students because they are seeing these real life application of the skills being taught. Another piece of research, if you can't tell, I love research, but another piece of research came from the Educational Psychologist Journal. This was back in 2000, and it focused on reading and writing relations and their development. This one talked about um, the fact that there is a reciprocal relationship between reading and writing. And we know that, right? We know that, you know, if they're going to be a strong writer, they're going to be a better reader. If they're going to be a stronger reader, they're going to become a better writer. Like those two things are mutually exclusive. 
But using mentor text actually helps students see the connection between what they read and how they write, thereby strengthening both skills. And then the final piece of research I'll leave with you today is another study from the International Reading Association from back in 2002. This one focused on teaching model for grades three through eight, so more of the upper elementary grade levels. But the research stated that mentor texts, especially when chosen with depth and complexity, can prompt students to think critically and analyze deeper meanings and also engage with texts at higher cognitive levels. So is it safe to say that research supports using mentor texts? Um, yeah, absolutely. But we can't just, you know, pick a book willy nilly off the shelf and call it a mentor text. So. When we're surrounded by hundreds of books and thousands of books every day, how do we know what book is actually a, quote, mentor text? So there's a lot that goes into actually choosing mentor text. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about next, because I want to make sure that you're leaving today's episode with not only the research behind, you know, using mentor text and not only grabbing the buy-in or understanding the the why behind using mentor text, but also the power to actually be able to go in your own classroom library and pick out your own mentor text. So there's a lot that goes into choosing the right mentor text. So we're going to get into that right now. But what if I said that I actually already did the hard work for you? So I told you at the beginning, if you stayed tuned, that I had an awesome freebie for you. So I actually have kind of done the hard work behind picking out amazing mentor texts and actually linking them to strategies already for you. So you can grab my very free mentor text list and you can do that by heading to www.sierraharristeaching.com backslash mentor texts, all one word, no spaces, no nothing weird in there, mentor text, M-E-N-T-O-R-T-E-X-T-S. So you can go and grab that. And I have everything from teaching things like main idea to text structure to visualization. And I believe there are three different mentor texts already chosen for each skill and strategy that I've outlined. So it's like a two page document that you can download and kind of keep in your lesson plan book. That way, when you're needing a mentor text for a specific skill or strategy, you can just kind of pull that right out. And then hopefully you in your own classroom library have one of those books or a neighbor or your school library. Of course, you can get your hands on it, hopefully in some way for free. But when you're not using that free list and you're wanting to find your own book, what are some things that you need to be looking for in order to make sure that the book you're choosing is actually a true mentor text? So I've got a few components that I want you to be on the lookout for. The first thing I want you to look out for is text complexity and depth. Evaluate the text for its richness in things like vocabulary, sentence structure, and layered themes. Ensure that it's challenging, but accessible for the target age group. So this is really important because an appropriately complex text will actually push students to stretch their reading skills without overwhelming them. And this specific text should offer opportunities for vocabulary expansion, comprehension challenges, and also critical thinking. Because you're reading this text out loud, 
the students don't actually have the weight of the reading comprehension like they do if they were reading it on their own. It is listening comprehension, which allows you to promote more challenging text and allow that more challenging thinking behind the text to actually occur. Another thing that I want you to look for when you're looking for mentor text is representation and diversity. Does the text offer diverse perspectives, characters, and settings? Consider things like racial, cultural, socioeconomics, gender, and other forms of diversity. This is important because the exposure to varied voices and experiences actually helps broaden students' worldviews that helps to foster empathy. And it also ensures that all of our students see themselves represented in literature. I always challenge my teachers at the beginning of every school year to kind of do a deep dive into their classroom libraries to ensure that the demographics in their classroom is reflected in the demographics of their books, of their picture books, of their novels. If you have a predominantly African-American classroom, but your (laughs) your classroom library has predominantly white characters, then your classroom library is not mirroring the demographics. And that's that's a problem. Your students need to be able to make sure that they are seeing themselves in the literature that you're choosing. So when you're choosing mentor text to use in your instruction, then that's a great opportunity to make sure that we are also finding books that are representing and mirroring the diversity that is in our classroom. Another thing to think about when choosing appropriate mentor text is author's craft and literary techniques. So identify texts where the author actually employs notable literary techniques, such as symbolism or foreshadowing, um, unique points of view, vivid imagery, specific types of, of sentence structures. So you're choosing the book for the literary techniques that you're wanting to actually teach about. So if you're wanting to teach about, you know, for example, symbolism, then you need to make sure the book you're choosing actually has components of symbolism. So such texts allow for deep dives into the craft of writing and letting students study and emulate effective techniques in their own work and in their own thinking. So that's really important to to think about as well. Another thing to note when you're choosing your books is to look for potential extended activities and discussions. Does the text lend itself to extended projects, debates, or critical thinking discussions? Are there ambiguous points, moral dilemmas, open-ended conclusions? Anything where you can prompt your students with a more open-ended question is going to naturally present itself to allow more discussion in the classroom. So texts that go beyond just a simple story or a simple message and provoke further thought or action can actually turn a reading lesson into a multifaceted learning experience. They not only engage students, but they also encourage them to apply what they learned into more of a broader context. And that's where you're going to get that deeper comprehension and that more critical thinking that you're wanting for your students. And then the final thing that I want you to think about when you're picking a, a picture book or a mentor text is cognitive engagement and strategic thinking. So assess the text for elements that require students to employ higher order thinking skills. Are there moments in the text where students might make predictions, infer meanings, 
determine cause and effects or analyze character motives. Additionally, are there opportunities for students to employ metacognitive strategies, reflecting on their own thought processes as they read? If the book does not allow this, then it's probably not a strong mentor text. So texts that challenge students cognitively actually helps them transition from passive reading to active, engaged comprehension. They encourage students to be strategic about their reading process, to question, to reflect, and to dive deeper into the text. Such texts foster not just comprehension, but also the development of critical literacy skills that students will carry with them throughout their academic journey. So when I said there's a lot to think about, there is, there's a lot. And it's our explicit intention behind taking time, finding the right mentor text and using it in the classroom that's going to help all of this magic come to life. I told you, you were surrounded by one tool that is just going to bring true engagement, comprehension, and critical thinking alive. And I guarantee you, once you put the time and energy behind finding the right mentor text and using the right mentor text, it all is just going to click. So I'm going to leave you today with some actionable and unique ways that you can actually use mentor text. So let's say, you know, you're you're on the mentor text train, whoop, whoop, you got it, I'm on board and you found the right book, whether through my free mentor text list, or you found one yourself using the criteria we just went through. But now what? (laughs) Now, what do you do? So one of the most important pieces of using and being successful with mentor text is being intentional. And so we know from research that mentor texts are a fantastic tool, they're a best practice, But if we aren't being intentional and finding time and resources to support the research, then it all just goes to waste. Did you know that inside my Building Comprehension Hub membership, that our members are actually offered almost a 100 different mentor texts and interactive read aloud activities that actually accompany them in hopes that it's going to save teachers time, money, and energy to be successful in adapting them into their classrooms and capitalizing off of this best practice. And I'm not kidding. A hundred mentor texts and interactive read aloud lessons are ready to go and in the membership. So if you want to know more about this amazing membership and how to get your hands on these you know, 100 different mentor text activities, plus hundreds of other resources and professional development, then definitely make sure to head over to www.buildingcomprehension.com backslash BC hub info. That's B-C-H-U-B-I-N-F-O. Go and read all about this amazing membership that you are going to want to be a part of. But let's talk about some activities though that you can do if you don't have that membership and you want to maybe do some activities with these awesome mentor texts that you just found. First thing that you can do, of course, is a deep dive discussion. So choose a passage from the mentor text that has rich vocabulary or a complex theme, reread it out loud, and then guide the class into a discussion posing probing questions. So this will help unpack intricate portions of the text and model that analytical thinking. The great thing about mentor text is once you read it, you don't have to analyze the entire book again. Focus just on one page, on one passage, on one sentence, on one paragraph, and focus and do a deep dive discussion on just that portion of the text and really get your kids turning, talking, thinking. 
Another thing that you can do is model annotations. I don't know about you, but I love getting my kids really doodling in their text. This is great for when they are doing standardized testing, they're doing close reading, they've got a complex text in front of them that they need to read and analyze. So when you are reading a mentor text or using a mentor text, use one of those sheet protectors or a piece of lamination and put it on top of the actual book and use a document camera or a projector to display a page from the mentor text and annotate in real life. Demonstrate how to identify literary devices, main ideas, character development. Use these mentor texts to teach students the process of active reading and text analysis. If you're going to go through all the trouble to find this text, then they might as well, you might as well use it to help teach things like annotations. Another activity you can do is like a vocabulary spotlight. So you can highlight challenging or nuanced words from the mentor text and use them in sentences. Do things like providing synonyms, antonyms. You can do word webs, shades of meaning, and really discuss their role in the text. And this will just help expand that, of course, that vocabulary and show the power of word choice in context. Another activity I love to do is interactive text structure exploration. If you are not familiar with the fact that text structure is one of the key components to student comprehension, that's going to be an episode for another day. So stay tuned definitely for that. But using a visual medium like a whiteboard, for example, diagram out the structure of the mentor text, whether it's the plot of the story or the organization of an informational piece, make sure you're really focusing in on drawing out the structure of that text. So this is going to help reinforce the understanding of different text structures and their components. And the research shows that the more students understand about text structures, the more they're able to actually consume the information and organize it in their brains based off of the actual structure. So lots of different things that you can do with the mentor text. So we talked a lot today about using them, why we need to use them, what does research show when it comes to whether or not these are actually a true best practice, ways and things that you need to look for to be able to pick out your own mentor text. And then we ended just with a few little activities that you can do with the actual mentor text in your lesson. So teachers, I think we know that the power of mentor text in the elementary classroom is truly boundless from illuminating literary techniques to sparking a love for reading and writing. These texts are truly invaluable tools. So I challenge yourself to incorporate a new mentor text into your literacy block this week. And before we go, don't forget, I dropped two really important links for you. Grab my free mentor text list. Again, that link is www.sierraharristeaching.com backslash mentor text, all one word. And then of course, if you want to know more about the Building Comprehension membership, you can head to www.buildingcomprehension.com backslash BC hub info, all one word. That's B-C-H-U-B-I-N-F-O. So I hope that your time today was well worth tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, my shameless plug, if you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to head over to Apple or Spotify and leave me a rating, a review, or share this episode with a colleague who you may think wants to know more about Mentor Text. To the next episode we go. Thanks, teachers. 
We hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Literacy Lounge with Sierra Harris. You can find any of the resources mentioned in the show notes at sierraharristeaching.com slash podcast. If you're looking for more support with close reading, download the free close reading guidebook at www.buildingcomprehension.com slash close dash reading dash guidebook. Until next time, happy reading.